Get Macy's lowest prices of the season on must-haves to make spring your season. Like twirl-worthy dresses for $79.99 and under. 50 to 65% off effortlessly cool suits from Tommy Hilfiger and more. And 65% off Charter Club damask sheets and bedding. And get contact-free curbside pickup or pickup in store today. Details at Macy's.com slash pickup. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. At Kroger, we believe fresh means holding our produce to a higher standard. That's why we do up to a 27-point inspection on our produce. Like for citrus, we check for things like scarring and sunburn. Yep, oranges can sunburn. And we'll make sure you never see it. In fact, we only allow the best oranges, lemons, and grapefruits to reach our shelves. Because when it comes to fresh for everyone, we believe the juice is worth the squeeze. Kroger, fresh for everyone. All right, what's up, what's up, what's up? Y'all know who it is. Y'all know it's your girl, Ash. Y'all already know me. Y'all know I'm the creator of Black Girl Interrupted. Tapping in with y'all tonight. Continuing with part two of addressing trauma and unpacking those suitcases. As you can see, it's just me tonight. But that's cool. So now that I'm tuned in, I want everybody, y'all know I do my mental health check-ins every episode. So drop in the comments. Let me know how y'all feeling tonight. Let me know how your week has been so far. Y'all know I'm continuing to do, excuse me, my mental health check-ins. Hey, Nicole. Hey, 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 Ladybug. Drop in the comments. Y'all let me know how y'all doing. Of course, y'all know, I, again, I got to do my mental health check-in before I even jump into tonight's episode. Again, we're picking up from where we left off on Tuesday night. We're addressing trauma. It's time for us to unpack those suitcases. So y'all tap in. Let your girl know how y'all feeling tonight. Oh, as y'all see, I got to keep pushing through. Um, and, and first and foremost, I want to say thank you to everybody that has, you know, again, continued to show me lots of love, lots of support, lots of prayers. I love it. I appreciate it. Like I say, this is like absolutely been the most difficult thing for me to deal with. Um, and I'm just ready for it to be over with, you know. Hey, Rashad, how you doing? What's good, Dre? What's up, brother? How you feeling? Y'all don't forget, tap in with my boy Dre on Monday nights. He has a podcast called Breaking the Stigma. It is 7 p.m. Central Time. So, and he's on Facebook and YouTube. Don't forget, Breaking the Stigma. Oh, Nicole says, I am good. I had a trauma. Shit happened. I had to unpack. I'm telling you. You know, we have, in regards to trauma, y'all, y'all know we have to let this stuff go. Y'all know we, we've got to release that because we carry all this luggage, not just from what relationship to relationship, but we pass this on to our children. In tune, they pass it on to their children. So now it's time for us to stop that. So, you know, we have to unpack the suitcase. And don't forget, y'all, tap in with my girl, Nicole. She is Big Brother Will's sister. And again, she is live with him on the ADHD podcast hour. They are live on Sundays on Facebook and YouTube at 3 p.m. Central Time. Nicole, correct me if I'm wrong with the times, but I know it's Sunday on Facebook and YouTube. I want to say 3 o'clock. 
Central Time. Yeah, 3 p.m. Central Time. So check out my girl, Nicole. Her and Will have some amazing topics that they talk about. Of course, you know, I go on and I tap in with them from time to time. So y'all keep letting me know. Like I say, we're, we're doing our mental health check-in before we jump into tonight's topic. So I love y'all. I see y'all. Y'all are looking good. 7 p.m. Okay. Thank you for correcting me. So y'all, void what I just said. It's not 3 p.m. It's 7 p.m. 7 p.m., like I say, on Facebook and on YouTube, the ADHD Hour podcast. Amazing topics. And it's Eastern time. So 7 p.m. Eastern time, 6 p.m. Central time, and 4 p.m. Eastern, no, Pacific time. Pacific. You know, some people say specific time. It's Pacific with a P. So y'all let me know. Let me know how y'all feeling tonight. Um, but like I say, I appreciate everybody, all the continuous love, all the virtual hugs, all the phone calls, all the messages. Y'all really got to help your girl get through this. Cause like I say, this is absolutely the hardest pill that I've ever had to swallow. Um, losing a parent, you know, I tell everybody, I wouldn't wish this pain on anybody. Um, and I had my days today was one of those days I was doing good. And then I heard a particular song that came on the radio and I just broke down. It was just, it wasn't good. And then I got the phone call today that um, my father's body is being shipped out at seven o'clock um, tomorrow morning. So I'm just elated for all of this to be over with. Um, so I can go ahead and I can start the healing process. It's like I say, it's, it's been very difficult. And like I say, some days are better than others. Um, and today was just one of those days that I broke down it, and it it just starts from a simple phone call or a song or I'll see his picture or anything, and it just kind of sets me back. But I know I got to keep going. And hey, oh, hey, Will. Hey, big brother Will, again. Y'all know I can't never get my hands together, but there, over in the comments, y'all look for Big Brother Will. Um, he actually hosts ADHD podcast, ADHD Hour podcast on Sundays, Facebook and YouTube, and he hosts the Black Mailed podcast. And if you don't mind, brother, um, it's a couple of things you shared on your page that I would love to share. Excuse me, too black interrupted, if you don't mind. I got my hands together. And y'all didn't know what you wearing tonight. What color? Oh. <laughs> okay, I'm waiting for your camera to catch up. That's why your camera wasn't catch up. Oh. I am wearing Barbie with a liner. I got on be pleased tonight. Yes, that's what I'm wearing tonight. Big brother Will, he says, keep your head up, sis. I'm trying. I'm trying. You know, I, I fight through daily. You know, I try not to burden people. And I really just try to tackle this all on my own. 
I guess because I made a post today. And I know I know my dad is gone. I just refuse to believe it. So to keep from dealing with it, I just keep going and going and going and going and going. And I know eventually my body's gonna shut down on me. But until it does, I'm just gonna keep going. That's just how I deal with stuff. So. Well, it's um it was a post you shared something like about racism or something. I have to go back and I'll look at it and I'll and I'll comment on it so you know which one I'm talking about. We got Kalila. Hey, big sis. I got my bitch please on tonight. I think maybe that's the mood I'm in. I'm sorry, y'all. And it is A list that I'm wearing. A list. Oh. A -list. Oh, I have that one. You have all of them. So you had to tell them people my business? <laughs> and I will be placing another order next week. So y'all go ahead and order. I do have new items that's dropping. Stay tuned. So go on. There we go. Give me your introduction. I mean, I know they know who you are, but... I'm Keish, owner and CEO of Colors by Keish Cosmetics, and that's Colors with a K because I'm different. Um, <laughs> I am a cos online cosmetic brand. Um, look, I'm trying to cater to all people, which is colors, because the meaning behind it is, you know, not just women wear makeup. It's men too. So I say colors because it's for everybody. Every color, every so yeah, I got lashes, lips, the brows. Let me tell y'all something. I have two little ones. I had to get my life together, so I'm sorry I'm late. <laughs> and you know this. And you know this will. I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. I'm definitely different, y'all. Oh, oh, I forgot. I'm supposed to be unpacking suitcases, not twerking. Oh, we could do that too. You know, you talk about un unpacking and stuff. Sorry, I'm trying to fix my mic to make sure it's straight. All right. I know. All right. I think so, right. before we even get started, shout out to my sis, Nakedra. They got a new shirt, y'all. Hey. Oh, oh, oh. My bad, y'all. See, they this oh. too, y'all. She sure sister. did. So she shout out to my sister, Nakedra Randall. Baby, y'all go holler at her. She does the shirts. So there are the official shirts of Black Girl Interrupted Podcast. Hey. Y'all don't be judging my gut, y'all. I just eats good. Oh, 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 my bad. Oh, okay. I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to lighten the mood. Like, oh, y'all know trauma gets heavy, man. And I got to deal with it. I got to face it. I have to address it. I have to own it. You know, last, um, Tuesday, I talked about the trauma with my daddy. 
Michael Ray says our lipsticks be popping. Yes, big. That's her. Always. That's that lady right there. Always. I want it to be different. I want it to pop. This is actually really cute on me. Like, really. Like, I was looking at I say, well, do I want this one? I started to put on Autumn tonight, but Autumn was like a little sad, but I really didn't want nothing sad. So I had to put on Bitch Please. Okay. Bitch, please it is. And this one over here with she wearing A list. I got that one too. So y'all probably can't see it because of the light. It's a very pink lipstick. Um, but I prefer to do liners with mine to give it that ombre look. So I don't know how you guys are seeing it on oh y'all end, but I know on my end it's bright as hell. So, you know, it's like bubblegum. You know how when you clap them nails. So, yeah, that's how. Baby, it's pink, pink. Like something else. <laughs> Is it supposed to be pink? I can't say what pink, but you know the pink, pink I'm talking about. Like the pink, pink, the pink? Sorry, y'all. That's that's my son. But like the pink, pink, the pink, like the coochie pink. Uh, uh, uh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. The honey pot pink. Ah. That yeah. pink. Right. Got it. And it turns into a lie, baby. Right. You know. <laughs> it bites. You mess with it. Keep playing with it. She bites back. <laughs> Just think. She does. All these folks want to play with my pink pan. Special. So you have to be disinfected first. Oh, all right. So y'all keep doing y'all mental health check-ins. How y'all feeling tonight? I need to know how y'all doing. Love y'all. Like I say, I appreciate everybody that checks on me. When you ask me how I'm feeling, I really can't tell you how I feel. But uh, like I said, I know it's time to unpack this trauma. It's time to unpack these suitcases. It's time for us to finish our journey. With being able to separate the dirty clothes from the clean clothes. So, y'all are ready tonight. Oh. I know it's, it's moving real slow. Stream yard is, I don't know, because it was, it was like when I tried to get on at like 645. It was like, okay, well, maybe let me shut it down. Let me log out and log back in. So I, okay, it looked like it's trying, okay. It looks like, I don't know. We may have to stream y'all. We, I love y'all stream y'all, but we may have to go, I may have to go through restream or something like that. Because stream yard is just. Yes, I know. 
Yeah. And I can't be having all of that. Okay, so now yes. you you on you you on cue now. Okay. I don't know. Like I say, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to deal with we're gonna have to I don't know. Then next month we we just gonna switch to restream. That's where I'm gonna go. Sorry, stream y'all, but I can't be having these technical difficulties with my people. We already show up late. So, and I also, I also, y'all, um, let me send a shout out to Mariah. I don't know why I want to do this because my nails is not used to being long. So, anyway, I know. Um, Mariah, she sent me a crystal and she did a reading for me. And I would just say those cards I would look at whenever I want to keep going. Because it just gave me the reassurance that I was going in the right direction. So thank you, Ryan, intuition for my crystals, my uh, amethyst necklace, my reading, and my bracelets. I just love her so much. Y'all, when I tell you, I met Raya. Raya has really helped me on my spiritual journey. And she reached out to me. I have my sage. I have my stone. Only thing I'm missing is my necklace. I forgot to put my necklace on. Um, but I love Raya. So y'all tap in with her. If you want some accuracy in regards to the universe and what the spirits tell you. When I tell you that lady, she's been dead on. She's been dead on point. She's been on point. So Raya Intuition is her name on Facebook. You can follow her on Instagram. And she is on Clubhouse. So go holler at my girl. And she is in Georgia. Carrollton to be exact. Tap in with my girl. Raya Intuition. I love her. All right, y'all. So we jumping right on into tonight's topic. Y'all know we, we, we cut up in the beginning, but now we got to get serious. Um, and we're addressing trauma. And this is not just women that hold on to trauma, but men. It's time to unpack those suitcases. I also want to give one more shout out to my boy, Dre McClendon. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's all I, I that's all I have to say to you. Thank you much. I appreciate you. All right. So without further ado, let's jump right on into tonight's topic. So tonight we're talking about part two, addressing trauma. It's time to unpack those two things. So it's time for us to stop carrying this trauma. It's time for us to go ahead, open those suitcases. Take out all the clothes that you packed inside of them and separate the dirty ones from the clean ones. It's time for us to heal. Go ahead, sis. You know what? I don't know how I'm going to be feeling two days from now. Let it out today. It's going to be three years since my dad died. And I cannot for the life of me put on the necklace with his ashes. 
So when I think about it, and I don't want to sound crazy, it's almost as if it's hunting. Like I keep replaying the same thing over and over again. So I guess that's that's traumatic. Yeah. I guess that's what my trauma comes in, and I guess I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to try. That was on my chest all day. Uh, I've been having my spells, you know, but just not feeling it today. So for Ryu to send those cards and those necklaces and the bracelet, I I I don't. She felt it. You know, so I'm scared shit, of how I may be feeling on the 20th. So, so yeah, I love you. I love you too. Now I know what your trauma feels like. Your dad has been gone almost three years. My dad has been gone 14 days today. I know that pain. You know I'm here. You know I'm here. All we got is our mamas, our babies. So you know we gotta keep going. We gotta keep going. At some point in time, we have to deal with it. As much as we don't want to, we gotta deal with it. That's that one suitcase we can't push to the back of the closet. That's that one suitcase we have to open. That's that suitcase. See, yours has been hidden in the back of the closet for three years. Mine is sitting at the front door. So tonight is the night to unpack that suitcase. Put that necklace on. Like you told me, your daddy's in a better place. As much as we want him here, your daddy was sick, my daddy was sick. We can no longer be selfish. We don't know the pain. We don't know the pain that they were feeling. And it's very traumatic to lose a loved one. But we can't keep running from it. Eventually, I'm going to have to slow down. 
and I'm gonna have to open that suitcase, so now you need to open yours. I know you don't want to, but you have to. We all know death is a part of life. We know it. Those traumatic events that happen, we gotta let that part go. I'm a little bit at ease today. Again, this let me let me stop. Cause I'm talking about you. So we're not gonna make this conversation about me. I'm talking about Well, you we're now. actually talking about our traumatic experience. Um, um, I accepted that my dad is gone and he's not coming back. However, you know, I still have my moments. The last time I wore my daddy necklace is when I got married because I wanted him to be with me. He said he was going to walk me down the aisle. And unfortunately, he never got that chance. And so instead, I, I wore my dad necklace full of his ashes. And I remember when I first got it, I wanted to open it. I, wa I wanted to open it. And I started patting it on my hand. And I'm just looking at it like my daddy is ashes. You know, I just can't accept that, you know, I have a necklace that I don't wear, you know. And I think it's because of how we feel about it. And that's that's traumatic for me. Because that was March 13, 2019 was the last time I put it on. Sorry. I apologize. Y'all don't judge me. I'm trying to. It's something I'm, I, I gotta. Y'all give me a moment. I don't know why. Okay. Uh oh. All right. My apologies, y'all. I forgive me. Y'all forgive me. So hey, let's get get it. Let's get it, GA. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We really, truly appreciate that. And I will hug you back, too. I definitely will give you a hug back. Oh. Thank you, boo. Y'all know I'm black girl interrupted. Y'all know it, it gets real. Y'all know it gets live on here. You know.
Now hiring bookworms like Courtney, a crew member at the Batesville McDonald's. McDonald's is great to college students because they actually offer tuition assistance. They've basically paid for what student loans couldn't cover. We're hiring people like Courtney who are passionate about what they do. Our benefits include tuition assistance, flexible hours, paid time off, free employee meals, and more. At McDonald's, the crew is the special sauce. Join us. Apply now at McDonald'sHiresOhio.com. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Thank you, Will. Will says he's praying for y'all's strength. I can't imagine what y'all are going through. It's difficult. You know, that's, uh, again, you know, when it comes to talking about trauma, the, it's those suitcases, you know. And, and, and the reason I, I use suitcases is because it's, that's where you store stuff. You know what I'm saying? You hold on to it. So you have one traumatic event in this suitcase. You have another traumatic event in another suitcase. And these suitcases just pile up and you just stick them in the back of your closet or you stick them in your attic. And now it's time to pull them all down. It's time to dust them off, open them up, and unpack those suitcases to lighten your load. So that's why I say it's time to unpack those suitcases in regards to trauma. So many of y'all know, you know, my father passed the fourth. Keisha's father passed away March of 2018. 2018? Yeah. So this is for you, baby. He loves you. He loves you. That's the only suitcase you had left. That's the only suitcase you had left. That's the only one. He is so proud of you. He never smiled, y'all. But he loves you. That's the have left that's the only one okay that's her soup I'm proud of you <sighs> He is so proud of you. He loves you. We were in Texas. <laughs> he loves you. You see how he looked at you? He says, head up, chest out.
That's that one suitcase you had left, sis. You cherish every moment that you had. Because your daddy, he's not gone. He lives in my nephew, your son, Andre. That's that trauma, y'all. Y'all pray for my sister. Let's get it, GA. Hugs, baby. All I want is hugs. That's all we want is hugs. Hugs, love, prayers, support. Send me a friend request. Let's get it. And we'll talk after the show. But y'all pray for my sister. That was that was her suitcase. And that's what I mean when I say we got to unpack it. And I'm going to unpack mine. All right. So let's go on into it. Inflicting your trauma on others. Generational trauma. A lot of people don't believe that this exists. We talked about this Tuesday. Y'all keep praying for my sister over there. She tells me I'm the strong one. So I got to be strong for the both of us. Y'all go and post on a page. Send prayers to her. Love her. Y'all wrap your arms around my sister tonight. That's what y'all do. Y'all love on my sister. Love on your loved ones a little harder tonight. Today, tomorrow. So trauma. Inflicting your trauma on others. That's that generational trauma. Let's get it. I'm here. Uh... On this one. Oh, girl. You, your dad is twin, honey. Girl, you wish your dad is twin. But so am I. Mm -hmm. Something about them little girls. Oh. I love you. And and I think tomorrow your package will be delivered. Yeah, I think your package will be delivered tomorrow. I'm, I have my fingers crossed. Just a little something, something for you. 
And I want to see the pictures too, girl, when you get it. <laughs> so, yes, God, yes. Can we inflict trauma on others? This generational trauma, yes, God. I'm a witness to it. It's real, y'all. I've seen fathers pass their upbringing on their children. I've seen mothers do it to their children. I was actually reading a post. Uh, let me see. Can I pull it up? So I was reading a post. And it says. Let me find it. Oh, let me see. Because I was like, whoo. It was deep. It was very deep, y'all. Here it is. So it says, shout out to all the men going through a lot with no one to turn to because this world wrongly taught our males to mask their emotions. That's that generational trauma. That's that generational trauma. Our black men were taught to suppress their emotions because it made them look weak. Because their father or their mother, you know, that was in their upbringing. You know, why? Why do we do this? Why do we why do we inflict our trauma on our loved ones? Why is it so hard for us to stop this generational trauma? I just feel like, you know, when you inflict it on others, you want them to feel how you felt. And at that point, your emotions are you know, you're not thinking about why would I do this to you if you're trying to break a curse if it was done to me. So she, you ain't see no problem with it. And I think at that time, like, we are conditioned, you know, just think about it. Like, when it's something like when you have a baby, right? Right. And you got an older generation telling you, you know, I, I used to put eggs in my baby bottle. So it's I said it is uh somewhat on the order of that, but not necessarily that. You know, my daddy used to whoop my ass for no reason, so shit. You know, I'm angry. I'm gonna take it out on you. I'm not saying that people think like that, but that's how it normally starts. Wow. And I I think. You know, again, and this is just my perception of my relationship with my mother. You know, um, I think the things that my father did to her, she took it out on me. And again, I, again, y'all, I'm just speaking from my perspective, you know, my perception of the way that I viewed the trauma, because like I say, Yes, my father is gone. Yes, my father caused me a lot of pain in life. But 
I would say within the last, within these last eight years, we really kind of mended our relationship to the point where I had to have that uncomfortable conversation in regards to the things that I was told about him coming up. So again, I had to do that for me, but at that point it was too late because I had already inflicted the pain on my children. So I, I guess what I, I want to know is how do we stop this? Why is it so hard for us as black men and black women to take accountability for this? Because with me, you know, sharing my story, I didn't want to deal with it. It was so easy for me to push it to the side or sweep it under the rug or, or again, put it in that suitcase and push it all the way to the back of the closet. It was easy for me because I didn't want to deal with it because I didn't feel like anything was wrong with me. What you think? That is, um, like I said, we don't see the flaws in ourselves when it comes to having traumatic experiences. If anything, we don't see nothing wrong with what we're doing. So when we do it, we don't actually think we're doing it, but we are. And then you realize it when it's inflicted on your child and you start noticing those very things that she's doing or he's doing, you did. And you understand it's a habit and we always, it's like you always chastise your child for doing something that you used to do, you know? So, I mean, it happens, which is why we need to break the cycle of these things because you can't chastise me for doing what you used to do. You did it to me. I wasn't ready for that. So you just gave me a bowl that I wasn't ready to eat from. You know, it's, it's like a, a repeating cycle. You know, you have, say for instance, uh, there was a girl I grew up with. Her mama had her at 15. You know, and you can't get mad at her for showing some of these same characteristics that you showed when you were 15. You can't sit up here and you punish her and you whoop her ass because she got pregnant at 15. Baby, it's all, it's a cycle. It's how it happens. How do you start washing your clothes? It rents. And how does it end? It rents. It's a cycle. Ooh. That part right there just got real heavy on my shoulders because I fussed at my daughter for that. 
and she's in the same boat as me. I was just at 18. I was wilder than she was, you know, than what she is, you know. So I had a conversation with her yesterday and I told her, your dad is not perfect, but you got to forgive him. Not for him, for you. And I told her yesterday, I say, if, if no one knows that pain, I do. Because I'm looking at me at 18. So what you just said was heavy. That's almost like you gave me a plate of beets to eat. You know what I'm saying? It was like, uh-uh-uh. Here go these beets. Now you got to eat them. And I don't you know what I'm saying? I, I don't eat beets. Beets are nasty. So that's what I mean when I say with your statement, your comment you just made, now you making me eat this shit. Yeah, because you know what? I, I don't eat carrots. But ain't nobody about to make, me, make my child eat carrots. I don't eat carrots. Why would I feed him carrots? So right. that's, that's the repeating thing. Yes, and let me tell you something. Uh, that's what, because my sister, that's my sister-in-law, everyone. That's my sister-in-law who I, well, that's my sister. I lived with for the longest. And what I can say about her, you know, she never tried to, she kept it real with me. And what I mean by that, you know, and I, I'm pretty sure every, probably everybody else would do that. But what I mean by that. She does not hide anything from her kids. And my nieces, the two oldest, I like the fact that she's a mom and she's also a listener. So her kids are not afraid to come tell her anything. That's the good thing about having open communication with your kids. You don't have to be their friend. You just let let them be able to talk to you. Right. Don't let them be scared to come talk to you because then when they get older, you know, their kids, if they treat them like their mom treated them, how are you ever going to have that relationship with your kids? So right. you have to, don't don't make that traumatic experience like I'm scared to come and tell her anything because she's going to flip out. Uh, she's going to do this. So, because that traumatized kids, too. They ain't going to be able to talk to you. It didn't hit it go going behind your back. And, you know, shit happens. And, you know, when it came to that, like, when I had sex for the first time, I didn't tell my mother. I told my grandmother, you know. And the reason I didn't tell my mom is because my mom is not the easiest person to talk to. So I knew if I told her, it, it, it was going to be some, some, some shit. So I told my grandmother, you know, because it, it was almost like my mama was like, you better not have sex. You have sex. You, so so you, you think I'm going to tell you? Yeah, she did it. 
I'm pretty sure the same age as you. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, my mama had her first child at 16. She had my sister when she was 16. Get Macy's lowest prices of the season on must-haves to make spring your season. Like twirl-worthy dresses for $79.99 and under. 50 to 65% off effortlessly cool suits from Tommy Hilfiger and more. And 65% off Charter Club damask sheets and bedding. And get contact-free curbside pickup or pickup in-store today. Details at Macy's.com slash pickup. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy. Excuse me. Only difference between me and my mom, I didn't have my first child at 16. I was like 22, 23 when I had my first child. So I was, you know, because I was the last of the Mohicans to have children because I I wanted to still do me. You know, I wanted to be eight. I didn't want to be tied down with no baby at 18 and and 16 and all of that. But um, I knew I couldn't tell her. So I told my grandmother. You know, my grandmother, which is my mother's mother, my grandmother was a very soft-spoken woman. She she didn't like all that cussing. And, you know, so I could go and I could tell my grandmother anything. And she would, but I think she eventually told my mama. I think she did. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, God rest my grandmother's soul. I miss her so much. I was I was a horrible grandchild, y'all. I, I, was, I was just a horrible person all the way around, you know. So, but, yeah, but when it comes to... The generational trauma. And that's what I sat down and I had that conversation with my children. You know, I told them it's got to stop because I I, I stressed to them. I don't want y'all to carry this on to your children. I don't want you to carry this on to your children. You know, that's, that's something I do not want them to do. I do not want my children to carry what I did to them. The pain that I took them through, the bullshit that I took my children to through. I don't want them to carry that on to their children. So I had to, I had to own up to it. I had to stop it. And of course I suffered the recourse of it because my children don't, you know, they didn't trust me. Um, It was a lot. I mean, just, they really didn't want to be around me. And like I say, until my son wrote me that letter, I was like, oh, okay. He basically, like I say, my son basically gave me an ultimatum and told me, you either get your shit together or I'm done dealing with you. And he told me, I wish my sisters, he said, but I can't tell them what to do. But I know I am done dealing with you. So that's that trauma that, you know, I carried on to them that I made my children take. I own that. I eat that. It was nasty. 
stuff on that plate, but I had to eat it because I knew I had to stop that generational trauma. I knew I had to. My children are getting up in age. Uh, and I know eventually they're going to start having children. And I don't want them to be that way to their children. So. Whew. Boy, boy, boy. So we're going to go right here. We're going to go right here. Breaking generational trauma. And it can be done. It's it's not hard. We just have to recognize our own actions. And what I mean by that, like, do I really want to inflict this on my child? Do I really want to do that? Like, it's all, I'm not going to say it's all in the mind, but it's like something, you know, you got to be strong-willed to be like, you know what, I do not want to inflict this on my child. You got you to gotta back this shit up. You know, is this something that you really want your child to experience that you experienced that you know it wasn't a good experience for you? So why would you want to give your child the the experience like you had? Do you want her to know what it's like at what? That's it, five, six? That's not fair. You right. know, give her a chance. You will break the cycle with her now. So I don't think it's hard. I just uh, I just feel like us as adults, we have to have that willpower. I don't want my child to be out here. Um, clean the baseboards. He's four. You know, do this. Make sure you pick it. Do this. Do that. Right. I don't want to do that to him because that's not fair. So my thing is, I'm like, well, you're going to clean up your mess, though. Clean up, clean up, even though I still end up cleaning up. So he's, he's for you. But I'm not, I don't want to do that. So my thing, my job as a parent is to make sure my child has a different experience from what I did. My job as a parent to make sure you know, my child never wants for anything, which is right. why I got this business behind me going. I'm trying, like my sis here, got this podcast here going, Generational Wealth. So I'm trying to do that for my kids so he would not have the same experience that I had. Right. So let me ask you this, sis, because I think this really kind of coincides Hey, hey Sandra, how you doing? Good to see you, boo. So I think this really kind of coincides because what you just said, you said dress ball. Okay. Do you but think not spoil you? Well, not you know what I mean. Yeah. No, I say it's spoil, but he not spoil because he don't give a two two shits about me. That's what we're not gonna do. It's come for Andre. Okay. The way my baby was loving on me last week. That, see, that let you know he's not spoiled because he won't go to anybody. He recognized you. My baby. <laughs> that's that. That's that bond. That's 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 I don't whew, that's that bond we have. And that and my little my little chocolate poop. That's like, my little monkey, y'all. 
I try to put her down. She, you know, our kids do they they wrap their legs. I was like, oh lord, baby. I thought I was gonna have to carry that child with me to the airport on the plane. I sure would have took her. Me and Aubrey would have been over here eating fruit snacks and watching Dave and Ava. Go ahead, let so me let me ask you this, because I, I, I and I'm and the reason I'm gonna ask you this question is because that's I was doing this. Do you think parents, mothers, and fathers spoil the children to compensate for the trauma that they've inflicted on them? I just feel like I wouldn't say like almost. Let me say. Let let me let me. Like buying their love as a way of apology instead of saying, I'm sorry. Do you think we so do that? As if, okay, let's say this. You talk about parents who is inflicting a trauma or parents who has had trauma inflicted on them. Parents that inflicted the trauma on their children. So what I think they do, I think that is a a passive way of apologizing because you felt like at the end of the day, you know what you did was wrong. Okay. So we're going to say this. I'm not saying chastising your child is the wrong thing to do. But what I'm saying is to the extent, like you got these new age parents who go on social media and embarrass their child was probably the ones who mom them had to go to school and they caught a whooping in front of the class. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm going with this? So um, then at the end of the day, you apologize or you don't. That's the thing. You know, ain't nothing wrong with apologizing to your kid. And I say that to be like, oh, I ain't sorry. I don't have to apologize to nothing. First of all, sometimes you do. You do. But I just feel like them buying their love, I don't think, shit, to me, if you buy, I don't, I don't think you buy their love after that. But as far as, like, spoiling, I, w- I wouldn't say it's buying their love. You know, you got the only child. You know, some shit you couldn't get as a child. And you, well, you know, I couldn't get it. Because I know one thing, if I couldn't get it, I, I definitely, if I can, I'll get it for my child. So I wouldn't say that if they're buying love, it's just more of like, you know, you, you could spoil your child and whoop his ass for no reason. You could still spoil your child and cause trauma you know that's like i'm whooping you because i love you okay girl so, listen that arbor down now always making noise so you should just you should have just brought my baby on on the stage and and let my baby just be up here with her teeth so the reason i asked that question is because before i got to this point in my life whatever my children want i bought if they say they wanted me to buy the moon, I was going to buy two. They say they wanted a rocket ship, I was going to buy five. Before I got to the point I am in my life, and I guess that was the comp. Let me let me know. Let me back up. That was not guess. That's what I was doing. I was buying my children because 
I knew how my children felt, but I was not ready to address the issue with them. So whatever they wanted, I went and did because I wanted them to love me. Okay, so from that point of view, then yes. Then yes. So me, I, I you know, to be honest, from that point of view, I'm I not really understand because if my dad did what he did, you know, I didn't get apologized, you know, to, you know, when, when I asked for something, he didn't give me anything. You know, he just couldn't. So... You know, from that point of view, then yes. If you felt like you were making up, see, your situation is different, sis. Um, if you were to go to another parent who was the opposite of you, but still having that infliction upon the child, then I would say probably not because some parents do it and they don't even know they're doing it. Right. So your situation would be different because you acknowledge that. I'm going to say, I ain't going to say you know what you did was wrong, but you acknowledge your fault. Mm -hmm. And in the process of you trying to gain that relationship back, then that's what you did. Some parents don't acknowledge that. Like I said, you know, they cut these children, they don't even notice that they're bleeding. And see, and that was... You know, I, 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 you know, when I came back, I just kind of went on my merry little way. And, you know, like I say, whatever they wanted, they wouldn't even have to ask. You know, I would go to Walmart. I know my son is a gamer. I would call I would be in Walmart. Ja'Cory, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm at Walmart. Which game you say you wanted? And he was, he, you know, he would never ask, but I would just do it. Because, again, that was my way of telling them I love them. And, and you know, I, I was trying to, to get them to love me. So I was buying my children until I finally was able to, like I say, until my son forced me to open up and deal with this. You know, my son made me. You got to get your shit together. Period. That's basically in a, in a nutshell what he told me. You don't get it together. I'm done. You don't get it together. I'm done with you. I'm walking away from you. I'm washing my hands. I couldn't lose my son. My son was, is he's still my ride or die. On those dark days, yes, my girls mean everything to me, but me and my son have a different relationship. He's my only born, he's the oldest. And the toughest to break through. And now I see little things in him that were in me. My son has a temper, a horrible temper. So I got to stop that. I've got to continue working on that. So that's what I mean when I say we have to break generational trauma. 
because I don't want my my son or my daughters to do this to their children when they have children or to do this to their loved ones. So we have to, as a black community, black men, black women, black boys, black girls, we've got to break this generational trauma. It exists. Stop forcing these children to carry your suitcases. I know it's not, sometimes it's not intentional. Sometimes it is. Depending on the situation with me, sis, it could be intentional. I would intentionally hurt people because I was hurt. And you know what they say, hurt people hurt people. You know? And that's what I did. I'm going to use me and you as an example. So you told me personal things. I've shared personal things with you. This is the type of person I was. If me and you got into an argument, I would turn around and take those same things you said to me in confidence, and I would throw it in your face. Oh, yeah, bitch, you, that's why you blah, 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 blah. You know, that was me. Because pain was what I knew. Pain was safe for me. Pain was comfortable for me. I loved carrying those suitcases. I didn't care how heavy they got. I loved carrying them because I wanted everybody to hurt the way that I hurt. If I had a bad day, everybody around me was going to have a bad day. Everybody. Kids included. That's the way it was. That's my generational trauma. No, let me back up. That's my suitcases that I made each one of my children carry. To the point where I had so much luggage, sis, it was affecting my health. Blood pressure up and down, my weight up and down, everything. I'm losing friends. People didn't want to be around me. That's my luggage. That was my luggage. That was my suitcase. Is with an S at the end. I'm sorry, suitcases. Because I had a lot of luggage. Baby. Y'all would have thought I was going on a trip with all this all the suitcases I had. You really would have thought that. Absolutely would have thought that. So, whew, we're going into the last question for the night. What are some of the ways to get past traumatic experiences? Drop in the comments, y'all. We want all the tips, all the advice. Because your, your tip, your advice could be helping somebody that is dealing with some past with past traumatic experiences. But me, you got to go back to the root of the problem. You have to figure out where does it start. Mm -hmm. And why was it traumatic for you? Like they say, first step to the problem is admitting you have a problem. So going back, you need to know what was traumatic, why was it traumatic. You got that. Who, what, when, where, why. You have right. to understand, you know. 
and I think that is the way, okay, what this happened, this happened to me, what happened to me will not happen to my child. When it happened to me is when it will not happen to my child. So we got to undo it. We got to get out our feelings. We got to face it. And like you said, some of them luggage just can't go on that plane. Only thing I won't care on a uh, plane is peace, happiness, joy, and that's all in one suitcase, and that's the only thing I won't carry. It's life. Hmm. I'm not trying to carry the past. So. And I should have uploaded this post, but I found a post that says, trauma keeps you in a loop of your past. Hmm. You'll be 25 with an eight-year-old mindset and thought process. That's why you people please or overextend, or stay places longer than you should have. Your inner child is screaming, saying, finally, someone loves me. That's deep. When it comes to the trauma. And you think that because of trauma, you think that some people go to what they well we talked about that yesterday and you kind of hit the head on the nail um uh, saying that because you had these traumatic experience you were used to that so whether it was in a man you know in a relationship or whatever that's what you kind of attracted our sway to so yeah we did talk about that that's that's called What's the word I told? Trauma bonding. Mm-hmm. You have people that connect and, and try to stay together because trauma has bonded them. You know, that goes back to what I just said. You know, trauma keeps you in a loop of your past. That's what trauma does. It keeps you stuck at square one to the point you can't progress to, to square two, square three, square four, because... You're stuck right there. You know, again, when when you when you're dealing with trauma, I, and you know, and again, I'm only speaking from my experience. Being in the dark was safe for me because I didn't know what it was like to really, truly, genuinely be happy. I didn't know. I had never seen it because everything I had ever seen was pain. So pain was all that I knew. So someone hurt me. Of course, I'm going to hurt somebody else because that's, that's, that's all I saw. I never felt happy. So how can you expect me to be something that I've never felt? When it comes to my traumatic experiences. You know, I go and I look. Here's another post. It says trigger. Hmm. A trigger is anything that sets you off emotionally and activates memories of your trauma. It's particular to you and what has happened to you. Triggered. We relive the feelings and behaviors we had during the traumatizing time. Those traumatic experiences. <clears throat> if your mother or father were big disciplinarians and they whooped whooped that's the way you're going to discipline your children because that's all you know 
So it's, it's, it's we mimic. That's the word I was trying to, to find the other day. We mimic, we imitate what we dealt with in our past. So if hatred is all you know, sis, then you're going to grow up with hatred in your heart. If you grow up unhappy, guess what? You want other people around you to be unhappy. You want other people around you to be miserable. Now through April 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for $1 down and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, Mr. I can't sleep at night, so I keep dozing off during the day. Especially you, Snoozy. You'll rest easier and feel fit-tacular. Wait, how did you get in here? Join in club or at planetfitness.com. $1 down, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Hurry, deal ends April 14th. See club for details. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy. Because that's what you're accustomed to. That's what you've been, <clears throat> excuse me, conditioned to. That's the reason so many people hold things in because we were conditioned to whatever goes on in this house, it stays in this house. So you didn't have anybody to talk to. Hence, this is why this stigma of mental health, I'm sorry, mental illness is attached to the black community because we were taught you pray it away. Whenever you told somebody you had a problem, you were given a Bible with verses and scriptures to read. That's what we were taught to do coming up. You didn't talk to nobody. I wish I could upload this clip. Uh, I don't know if you watched this show on YouTube. It's with Brandon Marshall, Chad Ocho Cinco, and I forgot the other guy's name. And they all sit down and they talk. And I think they were talking about this. Uh, somebody passed, right? And he, they were talking about emotions in men. Why, you know, sometimes they don't cry. And then what exactly you just said, this episode dropped a couple, maybe like two weeks ago. And I remember a couple episodes while back, we were addressing why, you know, in the black community, we can't get the help that we don't get. Because, and I think Brandon also just said, because, you know, getting physical therapy, I'm going to say getting therapy, is not something that's done in a black community. Right. It's not something, you know, you get, they say you going to see a psychologist, they say you're crazy. <clears throat> that right there alone is contributing to the trauma because now we have to deal with it ourselves. You know, we have to deal with it. it right. Because, you know, Brandon Marshall, if I'm not mistaken, I believe he suffers from bipolar disorder. And, um, he talks about it. He, I, I want to, I wish I could, I'm going to have to go in and find the interview. Um, when we get into our next, um, few episodes, 
because I want to show that because, and, and it's kind of long, so I really just kind of want to do maybe a, a little small snippet of it, but um, it was very sad, you know, to know that we suffer, you know, in silence. And I think that's the part that hurts the most is that they limit us to the resources that we need to get the help we need. That, that you know, so I, I want people to know that it's okay to reach outside of the Bible. I'm not saying, let me, let me, let me address this first. And foremost, because I don't want anyone to misconstrue what I'm saying. God is real. I absolutely know God is real. Because God has pulled me through a lot of situations. But what I am saying, it's okay for you to talk to a therapist. It is okay to put the Bible down and go talk to somebody. You need that outlet. You need to speak with an unbiased person, a person that has patience, a person that's willing to understand, and a person that's willing to help you unpack your suitcases, hence allowing you to get past your traumatic experiences. So I don't want anyone on here to think that I don't believe in God because I do. Right. But at the end of the day, praying just wasn't enough for me. I was on the edge, y'all. I was ready to die. I was ready to end it all. I was ready to go. And I had to talk to somebody. I had to get somebody to pull me off the ledge. I had to reach out to my therapist yesterday. I have an appointment with her on the 24th because I need to know how to process this grief. You know, I, I have to learn how I have to work through these traumatic experiences because I have a lot of anger now that my father is dead. And yeah, my mama has told me, Ashley, you have to let that go. I need I need I need someone to help me unpack this suitcase. So ways to get past traumatic experiences. So here are five things that I pulled up for anyone that wants to journal right. So I'm gonna type, let me go ahead and I'm gonna drop them in the comments so all right so the first one is what happened review the facts so that's <clears throat> for processing a trauma trigger Second one is what specific emotions 
am I feeling? Number three, what negative things is this making me think about myself? Number four, how am I identifying this with my trauma? So these are ways on how to process that trauma trigger. What are your triggers? What triggers prompt you to relive that past traumatic experience? And then you have number five. What specific things am I doing to cope? Some people drink to cope. Some people do drugs to cope. Some people uh, cut. You know, they become cutters to cope. Uh, a lot of people do irrational cope with trauma, but then you have some people that do positive things. Some people write. Some people do what I do. They create a podcast to deal with their traumatic experiences. That's what I did. This this became my therapy for me. In tune, I want to help somebody else get past their traumatic experiences. I want to be the voice for the person or people that are afraid to speak because they're afraid of being judged. So that's what I want to do. You know, that like, that has become therapeutic for me is this podcast. Being able to be being able to be open and vulnerable with y'all, it lightens my load. You know, to hear and get feedback from my viewers and my supporters that helps me get past. But like I say, in order to get past that traumatic experience, you got to go back to the beginning. You have to walk back through those same doors you thought you closed. You got to walk back through them. As hard as it may be, you got to walk back through those doors. And you got to make sure you close and lock and throw away the key to each and every last one. And I'm not going to sit up here and tell you that it's easy. Because it's absolutely not. I slipped and I've fallen. Yes, I have. But I get back up and, I, and I, I've learned now, <clears throat> excuse me, not to lay in that pain anymore. Well, let me say this. I'm learning not to lay in that pain anymore. But like I told y'all, I got this one suitcase that's sitting by my front door that I have to unpack. I have to process my grief. You know, again, my daddy's body is being flown home tomorrow. So I think once my daddy is in his final resting place, I can go ahead and open that suitcase and unpack it. Another way to get past traumatic experiences, talk about it. Like I say, seek therapy, counseling, talk to somebody. 
Don't hold it in. Stop letting it fester, you know, because it, it does take a toll on you mentally, physically, and emotionally. Surround yourself with positive people. This is another way to get past your traumatic experiences. Find you a positive group of people. If you, if you don't feel comfortable with talking with a therapist by yourself, get into a group therapy. And share with like-minded people that share the same experiences as you. That's what you do. Y'all know. If you ever want to come on my show and unpack those suitcases, y'all know my, my door is always. I'm here. You know, I my I'm here to help any and everybody. My inbox is always open. Anything y'all need, y'all already know. Y'all know I do no judgment. No judgment. No judgment here. Y'all already know it. So yes, God. Yes, God. I, I love and prayers, encouragement, and empowerment to anybody that's dealing with any type of traumatic experiences. I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you get through it. Y'all know we can laugh together, we can cry together, we can do whatever we need to do. Whatever we had to do. Whatever we gotta do, I got you. I'm here to help you get past your traumatic experiences. I share mine, share yours. We don't minimize the pain. It all hurts equally. So as we roll in the final thoughts for tonight. Oh. Oh. Trauma, 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 baby. Oof. Why do we hold on to it? What defines it? How do we deal with it? How do we overcome it? Still dealing with my trauma. I'm working every day to heal and get past it. I'm working every day to break the generational trauma that I've caused my children. Because I have to stop it before they pass it on to their children. That's what I got to do for my babies. Own that, y'all. Go back to the beginning. Walk back those same doors you thought you had closed. And lock them. And throw away the key. Oh, don't be don't be showing my... Y'all look at my nephew. Hey, ain't it bookie? Drake. Nah. Look at my handsome nephew, y'all. 
He is so handsome. Don't he look like his auntie? You do look like me. That's any big boy right there, y'all. That's any big boy. So I did my final thoughts for tonight, sis. You want to go ahead and drop your final thoughts? Yeah, I know you got my message, but... Uh, I feel like my daughter probably fell on the stairs trying to anyway. um, My final thoughts is when you unpack your suitcases to your traumatic experience, just remember this is not something if you didn't like the experience, you don't want your child or any loved one to experience that. So when you do it, just remember it's going to be hard. It ain't easy. But you do it with <laughs> with confidence. You do it with pride. And be proud about it. Why did two we have a conversation? So my my final thoughts is it's gonna be a process for unpacking. Y'all see y'all see that ball with my baby? When I tell you, let me let me say this really quickly before I before we end the show. So I got to meet Keish for the first time March the 6th. And oh my God, when I tell y'all, if even for a moment I had a ball, went to her home. It, look at Andre. You want to mess with stuff. So I go to her house and I meet my niece and my nephew for the first time. And when I tell you, those babies put the biggest smile on my face. I couldn't wait to get back to Houston to hug my children after I saw. My, my little chocolate bouquet, Aubrey, and my handsome nephew, Dre. Well, he done ran off somewhere, y'all. Oh, there you go. That was my baby. I'm Y'all look at him. That smile, just everything. And I just, I cannot wait. To get close to them. Oh. That is only for me, Dre. Mwah. Ain't it love you? Oh. Baby, when I tell you that little thing that gave me a sideways hug, I was like, but he loved on me. The moment he heard my voice and I sat down, he came right to me and gave me the biggest hug ever, and I needed it. My sister gave me the biggest hug when I walked out the airport. Her and her husband picked me up from the airport. We went and ate, and we just we had a ball, and they just have been here with me every step of the way so on that note y'all don't forget you're live tonight with black girl interrupted don't forget every tuesday every thursday night 8 p.m central time 9 p.m eastern time next tuesday we're talking about depression the blues and why do they call it the blues Ooh. So we need a Kleenex. 
we 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 gonna talk about depression. We continue in the conversation on mental health. Again, this is a subject that has to. Hence, I got on green tonight. Hence, everything is in green. We have to keep mental health on the forefront. We cannot let this conversation put under the rug. We got to keep it because it's increasing. It's definitely increasing. So y'all don't forget y'all follow me. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'm available on all the streaming platforms. Don't forget to go grab your colors by Keish Cosmetic. Don't forget to run, grab your colors by Keish wearing bitch please all the new website very soon I'm so as we bring the show to a close y'all go holla at my girl go send us some love I wonder, oh, I, I, I may have to just do like a collage. I should have just done a collage, but that's okay. Uh, R.I.P. To her pop. Mm-mm. We love you. Mm-mm. We miss you. Yes, he does. Daddy kind of look, I kind of look like daddy a little bit too. Look, look right up in here. I kind of got that little bit of that. But uh, he's absolutely missed and just know your daddy is here. Maybe not in body, but in spirit. And he is encouraging and telling you to keep going because you got this. He knows you got it. He left you with strength. You know that. I'm going to take it down. He left you with strength. He knows what you are able and capable of doing. Look at where you are. You have a cosmetic line. So you put those ashes around your neck. You put that necklace on. And you walk proud. Because you are a queen of a king. Y'all send an abundance of love, hugs, and prayers to my sister. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. That you opened that suitcase. You opened the suitcase. I'm so proud of you. That's the first time she has opened that suitcase, y'all, in three years. And she did it right here on Black Girl Interrupted. Heavy. <clears throat> Heavy. But I'm proud of you. 
I am proud of all your future endeavors that you have coming your way. I continue to pray and manifest life into Kolos Bakish. I'll continue to support Kolos Bakish Cosmetics. So y'all tap in with her. Show us some love. My girl needs it. She's I recognize yeah, Mike is muted. So as we my daddy. I love you. To my daddy, I'll see you soon. And I can't wait till you get home. So on that note, I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you all again for continuous love and support. And don't forget next Tuesday, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, we're going to continue the conversation with mental health as we roll into depression and why they call blues. See y'all Tuesday. Love y'all. Have a Get Macy's lowest prices of the season on must-haves to make spring your season. Like twirl-worthy dresses for $79.99 and under. 50 to 65% off effortlessly cool suits from Tommy Hilfiger and more. And 65% off Charter Club damask sheets and bedding. And get contact-free curbside pickup or pickup in store today. Details at Macy's.com slash pickup. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy.